Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Zen Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. We are broadcasting remote so we would beg your indulgence on the first part of this show. A little later in the show, we're going to be joined by my good friend, Colin Plume, who is the CEO of Noble Gold. And you hear a lot about Noble Gold on this network, mostly because I'm a happy and satisfied customer and I know the good work that they do. And it ties directly into what we're going to do today in terms of helping you understand what is coming and what is coming is no longer coming it's already here and i want to speak to you for a moment here about our sponsors and then we're going to get right into what is already here we are indeed brought to you by noble gold and all you have to do to know more to diversify your assets to jump in on the rising crest of gold and silver, as well as palladium, platinum, and other investments, you can get a hold of Noble Gold by going to DaveHodgesGold.com, and they will send you a free information packet. But you'll have to call them because they're trained not to be intrusive. Well, it's a great staff. It's the best organization I've ever dealt with, and that's Noble Gold. We are also brought to you by what you're going to need a lot of very shortly, and that is storable food. And I represent My Patriot Supply. They're number one in the nation for size, delivery, dependability, and price. They have great specials right now. Uh, they'll give you 25-year shelf life, lots of variety in the food, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. It tastes good. And pretty soon, ladies and gentlemen, the only food that you're going to get is the food that's within your house. And that's pretty much true for your preps because we always say food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. Well, we can help you with the food and we can help you quickly. My Patriot Supply has lots of variety, great prices. Right now, here's what you do. You go to foodwithdave.com. That's foodwithdave.com. And what you're going to do is order after you look at the specials that are there. Okay, please ignore the picture they have of me up there. Other than that, everything is first rate. Also, too, we have water filtration on sale because if the grid goes down for any length of time, and hold on, hold on, before you say, oh, that's not going to happen, we've already had nine grid downs in America in the last few weeks. You need to prepare to scavenge for water. We recommend everyone in your family have a water filtration system. There's a special in effect. It's the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. They also publish their research so you can see conclusively they're number one for filtering out the bad stuff in your water. That's waterwithdave.com. And if we're going to suffer, shall we suffer in silence? 
No, we suffer in comfort. And the good people from Mike Lindell's organization, MyPillow.com, approached us and said, Dave, we can give your audience at least half off of everything that we sell. And in many cases, we'll give you more than half off. And I go, great deal. Where do we sign up? I'm a big, big fan of Mike Lindell. We already had all his products. They said, we can send you some samples. I go, sorry, my wife already has them. Uh, they are the best that there is, folks. And what you want to do is go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges to get these specials and the little catalog will pop up and you'll be able to see what's there. That's mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. And that's who's sponsoring this show today. And we got a little bit of time to visit before we go talk to my good friend Colin Bloom from Noble Gold. But I want to tell you about a meeting and I published the meeting on black back in uh, it's either late December, early January. And it was a video that was leaked to me and other members of the media. And the video was uh, a clip of a meeting between uh, FDIC personnel and Federal Reserve. Now, FDIC, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, they're the ones that insure your money. And before I get into the story and talk about the context of what they said, let me please tell you, that the FDIC is the biggest fraud in the federal government. They have exactly 1.2% of the cash on hand to cover your deposits. When the banks go down, you ain't getting jacked. Because in 2014, at a G20 meeting in Brisbane, Australia, they established the pecking order for refunds. And this was done for all G20 nations. Number one on the list, and really for all intents and purposes, the only ones that will see any money back, are the members of the credit swap derivative crowd that lost their butt in 2008 and 2009 during the Obama years. You will see nothing. Now, they might do bail-ins. They might say, well, you've got all your money in the bank, but you can only access $300 a month or whatever limit they put on. The reality is they can't cover what they have in their banks. And mostly it's because of fractional reserve banking. And what is that you say? Well, when you submit a dollar to the bank, That money, you really need to understand this. That money can be duplicated nine times over. They can loan out nine for every dollar you have. What a Ponzi scheme. I mean, this is counterfeiting deluxe, but they made it legal, the Federal Reserve, and now the banks are in trouble. This added greatly to the debt. And if you ever wondered about the history of money, let me give you a brief history, and I'll tie all this together. In 1812, with a dollar being a dollar, Go forward 101 years with normal ups and downs, but over a century later, a dollar was still worth a dollar. It would still buy the same amount of material. Today, that dollar from 1913, 109 and a half years later, that dollar is worth three cents. Courtesy of the Federal Reserve. Where did that 97 cents go? It went in their flipping pockets. That's where it went. So let's go to the meeting now that we got things in context. It's only about a minute 30 clip, and that's up on Twitter now. It's on my website. And you've got an FDIC official telling the Federal Reserve, no, we can't tell the public about this. Uh, 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 uh. Now, they were meeting on a Friday night late, hoping to escape media scrutiny. Oh, this makes sense, doesn't it? And they were saying, you don't have a right to know that the banks are in trouble. And if we told the people, they said, there would be a run on the banks. Well, of course there would be. And this is what they're trying to keep from you. Yeah, 
That's right. Now, let's go back and look at two more things. In 2010, a law was passed in the Obama administration that when you put your money in the bank, it technically belongs to them. You are now an unsecured creditor. Keyword, unsecured. Which means if the bank wants to keep your money, they could. You won't. Why don't they do it now? Because they want to keep you putting money in the bank. I mean, let's look at this. They pay you what? A fraction of a percent, right? For your interest. And what do they loan it back to you at? Okay, you get the idea. It's the biggest money-making machine in the world. Outside drugs, sex trafficking, um, porno. But it's huge. This is a lot of money here. So why would they cut off the gravy train? But if the bank was in trouble, they could just keep your money and pay off their assets. That means your retirement, your 401ks, everything. And you're going, holy crap, Batman, I didn't know this. Well, not only did that law take effect in 2010, in 2012, a federal court judge said, yeah, that's a constitutional law. And most people don't know this. They absolutely don't know it. Now, I have to give you a warning here. You can't just go jerk all your money out of the bank. First of all, if you have any sizable assets, they won't let you. Oh, you'll talk to every bank. of What are you doing? Are you buying drugs? We're going to have to tell the federal government. So then you start taking money out a little bit at a time. you got to be careful because you could be guilty of the crime called structuring, which means that if you take out uh, less than 10000 if you take out $10,000, let's talk about the law of structuring. The federal government is notified by the bank you remove $10,000. And what that means is you go on some kind of watch list, they'll surveil you to make sure that you're not dealing drugs or pornography or whatever else. Okay, that's the law. Now, if you take out 9999 in March and you do the same in April and May, bingo, uh-oh, they're going to come and seize your assets. They will basically put a lien on your house, your car, everything you own, because they're going to say you're guilty of structuring. You must be involved in organized crime because you're purposely trying to stay below the $10,000 a month report requirement that your bank has to make to the IRS. You go, oh, what a wicked, okay, you get the idea. Now, having said all that, They can't stop you from diversifying your money. Let's say you wanted to go out tomorrow and just for the sake of argument, pick a round number. You wanted to buy $10,000 worth of gold. It's another damn business. They can't stop you. Let's say that you wanted to put it into silver or you wanted to buy ranch land somewhere. They can't stop that either. So it's not about taking the cash out of your bank, although uh, the experts are saying as unstable as we are right now, it'd be a good idea to have four to six months of cash on hand. That covers your monthly expenses, four to six months worth of that. But basically speaking, if you diversify your income, then you are protecting yourself against a catastrophic loss if the banks go down. So you can't let your banks have this. And by the way, if you have an IRA or 401k, you absolutely do not want the bank to have it. That's your retirement. And those will be the first things they seize. So you need to divest that. You go, how do you do that? Well, we're going to talk to Colin Plume in a minute. But what you have here is something where you can go out and like Noble Gold and a lot of other places do this too. They can transform your bank-controlled IRA or 401k and make it gold-backed and give it to you and you control it. And gold has held its value for 6,000 years. So you're saying Noble Gold can do that? Oh, yeah, that's one of the things they do and they do it, do it very, very well. I would never have an IRA or a 401k controlled by a bank, 
ever, never. These people in the banks, they would sell their mother down the river to make a profit. You cannot trust them any farther than you control them. So what do you do? Well, it's pretty simple. You begin to diversify. Now, I'm going to give you the number. Actually, I won't give you a number. I'll give you a website to go get stuff sent to you from Noble Gold, DaveHodgesGold.com. And they explain a lot of this stuff to you. But I'm giving you the other side of things, that the laws totally come down on the side of the bank. And effectively, you have no rights. you got to be careful how you take your money out or you're going to prison. I mean, this just goes on and on and on about stacking up against you. They've made it legal, even though this is wholly unconstitutional and illegal. But again, we live under a lawless government that doesn't follow its own rules. And they live by the model, rules for thee, but not for me. Now, we're looking at Davos going on now, too, in an unrelated but very connected matter. The WEF is doing everything they can do to destroy nations. Now, the West and the United States are energy-producing nations, or I should say were. So what did they do? Climate change. We're all going to die in 12 years. Remember the hysterics of Ocasio-Cortez? Well, they sold you this fiction. And listen, do I think we can clean up the environment and make the air cleaner and the water more pure? Yeah, absolutely, and I'm for that. But that's not what this is about. This is a scam. Biden promised when he ran, when we go away from fossil burning fuels, as he called them, to clean energy, we'll have a transition period. Well, our transition period lasted one day when he signed the illegal executive order to kill the Keystone Pipeline. There was no transition period. And what's happening is we took energy away from an energy nation on top of the lockdown from COVID. Oh, do you see a little plot here? Do you see some interconnections here? The whole thing was to strip the West of its national wealth in an attempt to move towards erasing national boundaries. Why? Because they want to run the world. They don't want national boundaries. And you, as an American, are their number one enemy. You're saying, what do you mean? Well, okay, we have 400 million handguns. Previously, before Ukraine, we had the strongest military in the world. Okay, we had the second largest nuclear arsenal, uh, submarine fleets, weapons in space. We had it all. We had uh, a populace that was making lots of money under Trump. We were doing quite well, and they can't have that. They can't have a First Amendment, a Fifth Amendment, a Fourth Amendment, because they want a total, brutal dictatorship like we see in China. And in fact, Klaus Schwab, Mr. Great Reset, you'll own nothing and love it. Remember that guy? He has said China is the model for the world. You will live under Chinese-style rule, if not them directly, since they are tabbed to become the world policemen. And this is what they're leading towards. They want to collapse your system, and they've said it. It's not like I have to sit here and surmise this by connecting the dots and maybe I'm wrong. No, they make it easy. They tell you. That national boundaries are a joke. This is why we have millions of people crossing our border. We're being deculturized. We're being bankrupt. We're having parental rights taken away through CRT and these other perverted programs involving sex in first graders. We have groomers in our elementary school. Need I say more? They're tearing apart our culture. This is a Maoist cultural revolution that's going on inside our country. First of all, how do you protect yourself? Well, let's start with natural resources, food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. Okay, that's number one. Number two, you need to diversify your income. You need to get into what groups like Noble Gold are doing. And I'm so glad that Colin Plume has come and he has agreed to talk to us 
because this is where I have had them help me diversify. I recommend you do the same thing. If you have someone else, God bless you, more power to you. But do not keep all your money in the bank. Do not think you're going to build a shop. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the grocery store every week to get what you need you're fooling yourself if you do i think you're going to find this to be a very insightful interview with my good friend colin plume who i trust implicitly look at i trust him with what i've earned in life to diversify so they can't steal it from me the great reset's coming digital currency's coming you better be prepared. And Colin Plume's going to lay down the nuts and bolts. And the thing you'll like about him is I'll give you all the good and the bad. He's just going to tell you factually, this is what we can do for people. And this is why gold's good. And this is why this is good. This is why that's bad. Thanks for staying with us through the break, ladies and gentlemen. And as promised, we have Colin Plume on. And he is the CEO of Noble Gold. And we're going to talk about all things gold as promised. And uh, after that little rendition that we had coming into this particular interview, you can take a deep breath and you'll be hearing from a civilized person, not a ranting, raving lunatic like myself. But I think you have to admit, <laughs> I had some very good points in the previous segment. But uh, Colin, uh, is uh, a, a longtime acquaintance, and he does really good work. And I told him earlier that he holds the trump card. 
because he can tell you about all things gold and he's in the gold business and i will tell you one thing right now there's very few places that you want to go that does not involve gold because i am scared to death of the banks and call it on that note i'm going to turn this over to you yeah i mean i think 2022 was a real testament to gold in that you know a lot of times you know, if you look at the gold market, you go back, you know, since the early 80s, a lot of it had to either do with inflation or had, you know, the, the most recent bull run on gold was started in 2001. Uh, a lot of people thought it had to do with low interest rates. Um, and so last year, you know, with interest rates being the highest they've been in, in a long time, uh, gold held really firm and, and, and did really well comparatively to pretty much every other asset real estate uh was down anywhere from you know 10 to you know 20 percent depending where where you were you know s&p was down you know 10 to 20 percent you know most asset classes were pretty much down gold basically was up about one and a half percent last year so it was the perfect hedge right if you were looking to get out of the markets um you know the year before and and just kind of wait things out you were ecstatic about your position in gold and um, you know this year has really started off uh, really strong and it's up uh, gold's up about three percent this year um, so I think it's it's interesting you know whether we see heavy inflation whether interest rates are low um, it doesn't really matter that you know investors want to want to inquire gold and and you know the big banks are 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 doing the same thing. I mean, Bank of America, who's an unlikely ally to gold, has said gold's going to be really really strong for the next three years until at least the end of 2026. And they're they're very bullish uh, on the gold market. Uh, they've come out and said they think gold will hit three thousand dollars an ounce and and things of this nature. So uh, they just believe that there's still you know we're still in a recession. We're still going to be in a recession, and I think the big thing to think about is, you know, even if interest rates come down a bit, you know, that doesn't mean that the GDP is necessarily going to grow enough to to, to get us out of a recession. And so those things are are independent of each other. Um, and then, you know, obviously there's a lot of talk about what, how the stock market's going to react. Uh, it had a big bump kind of early this year, but how it will react through the whole year. Um, Sort of with everything that's happening uh, out there in the, in the markets, it's it's a little a little wonky, I would say, uh, to say the least. So, um, but it's it's uh, I think 2023 is starting off strong, and and gold looks gold looks great. Yeah, it, to me it, it looks great too. I mean, it, it's if I'm not mistaken, and I, and I think you alluded to this, it's past 1900 on its way to 2000, and uh, there's no looking back. But but let me let me share you with you what I saw. I was sent an insider Twitter that was made from a secret video of a meeting with the FDIC and the Federal Reserve. Now this has gone rampant, and I was probably one of maybe 50 people, 100 people that got this. And the FDIC person was there with the uh, Federal Reserve person, and they had uh, banker lawyers there because uh, they alluded to them, and they said we can't tell people what's going on, referencing the banks, because they'll tell they'll take money out of the banks. So no one that has a professional right to know or need to know can be told anything so people will keep their money in the banks that's yeah. that was in late november on a friday night friday well, and, night and, and and if you look at you know the banks i mean you're seeing some of these the rates that they're offering are unbelievable i mean i'm seeing like four percent 
in 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 a bank, um, which I mean, you know, that's those are huge numbers to to store. We haven't seen putting money in a savings account making four percent. So there, I, I do think they're desperate for people holding uh, in banks and not not moving into into different asset classes. Um, and, and they, you know, they want people sitting in cash, obviously, because that's how they they make money. Mm-hmm. Um, but but something interesting that I saw is um, I saw an interview with uh, Jeffrey Gunlatch, who's you know the the bond king, and you know he was talking about the warning signs of the recession and talking about you know big indicator that he looks at is the two year treasury. Uh, if it drops below four percent, he thinks there'll be a radical shift in the Fed and and sort of what they're talking about. But one of the other interesting things that he mentioned was this new acronym, which is anything but the United States, which has really become a strong uh, line for investors right now in the equity markets, is that basically our markets are going to be dead for a while, and they're looking for emerging markets. So this gentleman who's a bond you know, king, basically made his fortune in, in bonds for years and years, is now saying, you know, he's investing in South America and India, Southeast Asia, um, because the demographics are strong, they're growing, and, and looking overseas as opposed to investing in UN, U.S. equities. And I think that's become a real common sentiment right now. I mean, we're seeing, you know, so many companies in the U.S. laying off, having problems. You know, Google's been having problems. They're laying off a lot of staff. Uh, but overall in the U.S., there's just, we're, we're sort of stuck in the trenches right now. And big money is, is, is investing and, in, and in moving overseas. Um, and even from unlikely, you know, sources, bond, bond people that, you know, have made their fortune there are saying invest in equities and, and moving money in, into outside of the U.S., outside of U.S. companies. Um, and that's not good, right? I mean, that's, that's a telltale sign that we're going to be stuck, that the equity markets in the U.S. are going to struggle, um, and that we're going to have, you know, one to three years of, of, of tight markets in the equities in the U.S. Um, so these are things that people should be watching because if, if these types of investors have lost faith uh, in U.S. money, U.S. equities, U.S. businesses, um, that's that's a sign that a lot of the market's going to move in a in a different direction. That's that's not going to be good for U.S. equities. How long do you think this trend will go on? Do you have any guesses? Well, I think they raise interest rates. I mean, they lower interest rates substantially by the end of this year because they they're not going to want to go into next year this way. I think they're gonna they're gonna lower interest rates um, a lot. But I think it all comes down to GDP and and job growth or sustainability. And I don't know. What we're seeing, I mean, a lot of the big, big companies are very nervous, um, and they're not hiring. Uh, they're they're cutting their workforces. Uh, you know, jobs are moving in different directions. So I think we have a good two to three years of you know sort of a flat market uh, where not really much good happens. I don't think we're going to boom out of this anytime soon. I mean, you know, you look at our debt at $31 trillion. I mean, we, we have some major uh, uh, problems, major ways that we need to reduce that debt. 
and yet nobody has a solution. You know, nobody's come up with a way for us to reduce it uh, in any feasible way. And so now we have this, you know, our debt bubble is coming up in the next few months. And, you know, the, both houses have to get together and they have to figure out a way to push our debt even farther. Um, so, I mean, we're looking at $31 trillion right now. Could we get to 35 or $36 trillion by the end of the year? You know, likely. Um, you know, it's a likely scenario. And so that what that does is it pushes pressure on the U.S. dollar, and it puts uh, other investments into the forefront. You know, and, and you saw, you know, even Russia and, and Iran are, are talking about coming out with a um, a back, gold-backed cryptocurrency, which is so ironic because Russia has banned crypto for people living in Russia, but they're going to come out with their own uh, crypto um, to, to trade with. But um, but you know the, the idea is they want to use they want to get something that would be more stable uh, than the U.S. dollar. Obviously, their you know their sanctions are a part of this of this formula of why they're doing it. But also, um, you know they could trade in other currencies that that they're accepting, but they want to have their own currency that would be backed by gold and would have less. Um, Hopefully less volatility because it's backed by something that's that has a limited supply. Um, so that's something that they're they're working on uh, currency and and you know I think it's a currency that's it's going to be very interesting because if they legitimately back it by gold and it's and they're not able to to you know parlay that into millions of currencies and they're able to keep it steady um, it, it could be it could be something that could be more stable than some of the other currencies out there. If you were in the market, I know you lo- in the S and P, you lost an average of ten percent in the last year. Yeah, how did people do in gold again? Gold was up uh, about two percent last year. Silver, I mean, from last year to now, uh, you're looking at about an eight percent bump in in silver. I think silver's just starting to catch fire. I mean, it's still below. Where a lot of people believe it should be in the you know the twenty four dollar range. Uh, I mean the the amount of industrial uses are really taking off. Um, yeah, I mean gold's gold's really you know held held really firm last year. In a year where you lost between seven and nine percent in inflation, um, even just to to even if you just broke even last year, I think a lot of people were happy. Um, and it and it did a little bit a little bit better than that. So. Um, and and you look at the central banks buying. I mean, the consistency of the central banks buying gold last year was very strong. It was one of the biggest years. Um, so you have these big hoarders of gold just you know socking it away. Um, so I, yeah, I, I like um, I like the price of gold. Another interesting thing that happened. I don't know if you saw this, Dave, but you know Zimbabwe has the highest inflation in the world, like between like two and four hundred percent inflation. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they came out with a gold coin to try to encourage investors to keep their money in the country. And this gold coin sold out. It's selling at well over $2,100 an ounce, this coin. Wow. Um, and they're, they're releasing more because the demand is so high for this gold coin. People finally feel uh, you know comfortable uh, keeping their money there, and they think it'll help with inflation. So you know, a lot of countries in the world are thinking, you know, having some gold back, Leasing gold coins or using gold, having their citizens in gold is a lot better than having it in in um, in paper money. 
Um, and and you know, people ask me a lot, like, why do these why do these central banks why do they have why do they make gold coins? Why do they make gold bars? Why do they make silver bars? And it's like the reason they do it is because it, it's a good way, besides the profit, it's a good way to keep people in your country in a safe investment. They, they're they're looking. It's it's a good way for them to have some of their assets in something that is not so volatile. So even though they don't openly condone it, the way that they condone the mutual fund market or equities, inherently they're 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 doing that. Um, the the Royal Mint in, in in the UK had their biggest year ever last year. Um, their sales were up over twenty five percent. Um, last year in gold. Um, so, you know, a lot of countries that were struggling, obviously the UK had a lot of problems, but their, their sale of this, you know, highly desirable asset, um, was, was, was very strong. Um, so it's, it's, it's interesting what they, they tell the public and then what they do. Um, and that's why you see so many countries, um, you know, offering gold and silver coins and, and so many times they, they sell out. You know, pretty much immediately. I mean, the U.S. Bank can't even keep enough gold and silver. They they sell out of everything that they get. So, and they sell at a massive premium. Um, you know, the coins from the U.S. Mint are much more expensive than anything that you would buy from us. But you know, people know that source and and they buy from them. And and you know, they're not really set, set up for big volume like we are. But uh, but yeah, they they you know those mints are are you know on fire. And I think it has to do with what's happening in the economy. Interesting. That's very interesting. Is gold going to lead the way out of this uh, economic uh, downturn that we've had? It's going to do that for the people that buy it. I, I, mean, I think that's. You know, I don't think everybody's going to be invested in gold. I think they're going to. I think people are still going to be, you know, looking at some of the the other traditional investments. Um, you know, you and I have talked about this. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. It's a lot about, like, houses, right? And, you know, I think last year proved, and it's and I think this year is going to prove, and I think next year is going to prove that your home is not... That's not your your. That shouldn't be the thing you hang your hat on. You, you, you hang your hat on in terms of your investment portfolio. Yes, you can pull money out of it at some point. You can sell it and move to Guam, right? You know, and and you know anywhere you sell here in the U.S. and you go, you know, Costa Rica, you're going to do okay. But if you're not going to do that move, you got to live somewhere. You're all and, and at the end of the day, I mean. You know, I don't know how you feel about this, but I want I want to die in this house that I live in. Like I never want to leave my house. So, you know, I finally got everything in the way I want it. My coffee machine is is always ready and coffee's flow. I, I don't want to leave this house. So, to think of your house as an investment, I know it feels great when it's going up, but I think last year and I think this year and I think next year is sort of going to prove to people that you got to look at other things as as your main uh, investments because. You're gonna need a place to live, and you know, unless you're willing to, you know, move to, you know, Wyoming or something that's really cheaper than most of the other country, 
you're going to be in that house for for a long time. So it's it's good to diversify. Uh, good to look at you know other assets right now. And um, and so you know people are, are that have this kind of mindset are really sort of taking advantage of it. And you know I, I you know you and I talk about this too like the equity markets. It's like listen, if I'm not retiring in the next five years, am I putting money in equities? Of course, you know because I I, I I'm 45. I'm not going to retire for you know 20 30 years. So I'm going to go up and down for a while. But if I'm retiring in the next five years, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little yeah. nervous about that investment, right? I mean, I, it's not, it's, it's, it's just all about your horizon and your timeline. Now, there's some investors, Gabe, Dave, that are like, they can, they want to time, they're good at timing the market. So they got out of equities, you know, a year and a half ago, they jumped into gold, they'll ride gold for two to three years, and then they'll get back in equities, right? They'll do it, they'll, they'll jump in and out. Um, you know, if you're that kind of investor, then obviously you're going to be more aggressive and you're going to do different things. But most people, are hedging, buying different things, different investments, and then just protecting themselves for for the long term. But everyone that's retiring this year, that got some gold last year and got some money out of the equity markets, is going to feel great. It's going to feel great. So, well, that's good to hear because um, people need a refuge. I wanted to go to silver just for a second because you brought silver up. Is silver ready to boom because it's the preferred mineral for the uh, climate change technology? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's not enough silver. There, there's no way that they can keep up. I mean, they're really pushing these um, electric vehicles. They're really pushing solar panels. I mean, everyone's seen the cost of energy really skyrocket. And even though gas prices have come down, I think everybody, you know, hitting gas prices in the you know five and a half to seven dollar range, depending on where you live, I think that scared people straight a little bit. You know, it scared them to. To go, maybe I need to start looking at, at some different. And I'm not saying, you know, because you and I talked about, it, like, if you want to drive far, like, the system is not set up for electric, right? You can't, you couldn't drive across the country right now and feel great about it. But if you had a car that had gas and had had the ability, you, you know, you could do a little both. Or maybe you have one car that's electric, because most people, I mean, they say right now most people drive less than 20 miles in a day. So maybe you have one electric and then you got another a gas car just in case, you know, things, you know, the system goes down or you want to drive farther. But I, I think that that's, that is the future where people are going. And, um, you know, I love, I love my, my gas cars and I, I love, you know, I love the sound when they turn on and, and, you know, all those things. That's, a, but, you know, the future when gas is hitting 10, 11, $12, which it will hit. Um, who, who can afford? Who, who can really and realistically going to be able to afford that? If that if that happens in the next seven to ten years, who who would be able to afford that gas? I just I don't think anyone would be able to afford it. Um, and and so then you know yes I think that I think that's silver is going to play a big part in the future and and you know that's that's a big part of all those vehicles that are out on the road. Then why, why is the price of silver lagging so far behind? Well, I think it's it it has this perception of not being that rare still, even though you know you look at silver in 1983 hit $50 an ounce and it's half of that now. Um, but people don't if they really look at all the industrial uses, it is extremely rare. Um, the recycling of it is coming around, but it's not as 
uh, prevalent as some of the other metals that are out there because, you know, the cost is pretty high to, to recycle where, you know, recycling, you know, gold or palladium, obviously with the price where it is, it makes sense, right? So if you have gold in your cell phone and, you know, to get that gold out of there, there's some, there's some value there. It's, it makes more sense to do it. So I just think it's, it's one of those things that just hasn't caught up in terms of investment. Also, it is easily one of the most manipulated and also one of the metals that because it's such a small market, you know, the big players can, can increase the margin calls and, and, and create a market for themselves. And, you know, those Wall Street is classic for manipulating smaller markets and they've, they've been able to do it. And I think that they, you know, once it hits, you know, like once it hit 30, during the pandemic or 29 and a quarter they they really pushed it and and got the price down um but eventually over time now that inflation is really here reporting more accurate numbers not not 100 percent accurate but more accurate um i think silver above 20 i think it set that new floor um and then i think gold could it go below 1900 a little bit but i think gold is going to hit that 2000 number and hold um, it held it, it hit 2070 um, in October of, of 2020. Um, so I think it's going to create that new floor by, I would say, by the end of the year. And then I think silver stays above above $2,000 an ounce. I think it's that's, wow. that's a new floor for that. that, that that's that's just amazing. What about the portability of um, of gold? So people say, well, I'm kind of afraid of what's going on in the bank, and so uh, I need to diversify. So I'm going to buy a lot of gold. Um, how do people translate that back into wealth they could use as if it was cash? Can it be done? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it, gold is the most liquid asset in the world. Um, you can liquidate it anywhere. Um, you know, there's there's no place in the world that they don't want gold. I mean, even what we were talking about earlier, think about Zimbabwe. Like, who would think? But you go to Zimbabwe, you know, they, they sold these gold coins just to see what it, and and you know those are selling well above the spot price of gold so obviously they know the value of of gold but that's just one of the places in the world but every every major country um has a significant demand uh for gold and even you know looking at um you know the gold that most people are buying today is so much more pure and so much more valuable than any of the jewelry that anyone is buying right because it, jewelry is anywhere from 14 to 18 carats everything you're going to buy in the market is 24 carat unless you're buying uh, the american eagle which is 22 carat but but everything has a significant level of purity so it's it's going to be desirable all over the world. Whereas, you know, some people say to me, like, should I just buy jewelry? And the problem with jewelry is, depending on where you sell it, you know, there's a significant cost to, to move that gold into something else. And that's why when they, people go to a pawn shop or they go to somewhere else, they're not really satisfied because, A, that market is not regulated, so they can offer you any price they want. And, two, th- there is a cost to, to change it from that gold you know, ring into something else because it's not as pure as as other items. Whereas the gold coins and the gold bars we sell have the highest purity, so they're always going to be in demand um, anywhere in the world, and that's that's proven uh, true. Um, 
I, I will tell you something interesting. I went and did an audit of our depository uh, in Texas. You know, I go through three or four times a year, and I do a blind audit. So if you have metals stored there, I go in, and I do 150 accounts every time, and then they just pull out. You know, they get I, my team sends me invoices, and I go to the depository, I go pull this out, and I count it. I count every ounce, every uh, every gram of gold and silver that's there, and it takes me about eh, it takes about two days to do it. Wow! But this time, um, I got to see a coin that I've never seen before, and it's a um, the Royal Canadian Mint a while back made a hundred kilo gold coin, and I got to see, I got to see it. It's it's the size of a like a tire. It's it's massive. Um, just incredible. You know, they only made six of these. And uh, so I got to see this, um, you know, at the vault. Uh, some, some client, you know, has, has storage there. And, and uh, just unbelievable, this this coin uh, that I saw. Just incredible uh, out there. You know, six, a $6 million gold coin. You don't, you don't see that every day. So $6 million gold was, coin. $6 million gold coin, yeah. Was it being yeah. guarded by a tank? You would you would be impressed with the security in this facility. I mean, it's straight out of uh, you know Tom Cruise and one of those Mission Impossible. I was movies. just thinking that <laughs> lowering him with ropes, avoiding the laser beams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's quite extraordinary. But uh, but yeah, and it's great that I go and do this, you know, because it's and you know what I do is I I, I do the the blind audit and then I send an email to those clients and say hey I, I I was there and I checked your metals and they're safe and, and uh, you know I always joke with the guys in vault about like you know I always joke with them that there's a few extra gold coins in each one which you know they don't think it's that funny but uh, but yeah so yeah but I, I did that audit and and, uh, and just to you know let clients know that I'm vested in their you know their retirement and, and you know I'm checking too I, you know I don't trust anything either, right? I want to make sure that that everything is in right order, and and I've done, you know, you know, the almost eight years I've owned this company. I've, I don't even know how many audits I've done, and every time it's perfect. It's incredible. There's never, I've never met, they've never been over or under on any anything ever. So it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good system they got going on there. Oh, that really is. That that's just fantastic i want to talk about uh asset distribution for a second diversification gold is a great option but generally speaking how should people diversify their portfolio i mean if you're you're a fool if you make the 1929 mistake of keeping everything in the bank so what do you tell people yeah i mean i'm pretty heavy on silver right now i would say you know five to ten percent silver you know maybe about the same in gold depending on you know gold is always like how how much volat if you like less volatility then you want more gold and silver right so it just that sort of depends that's kind of where i'm at in terms of of my uh portfolio um I also have um, I have some rental properties. I have an Airbnb. I have some money in the in the stock market. And then, to be honest, I have a good amount in cash, kind of waiting for opportunities this year. I probably will move it into something um, at this point. Um, but I'm just I'm, I'm looking to see what's what's going to hit the market. Maybe buy another business or you know put something to work. I don't. I don't love a lot of the traditional investments all the time. I, you know, I typically diversify and 
open businesses and do different things. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, metals are, I would say, typically always between like, you know, 15 or 20% of my personal portfolio. Um, and I feel great there. And, uh, but if things start to get haywire, um, you know, I'm always ready to go a little bit little bit more if you know things things get bad and who knows what's going to happen this year but i expect i feel great about gold and my goal will be i think silver will hit a hundred dollars an ounce in the next seven to ten years and i think gold will hit five thousand dollars an ounce and those would be the places that maybe at some point i would shrink a little bit wow. can, can you say that again I think silver will break, you know, hundred dollars an ounce, and I think that that gold will break five thousand dollars an ounce um, in the next, you know, seven to ten years. And so those those would be the places that maybe I would consider. But who knows where the economy is at that point? Maybe maybe it makes sense to keep it in gold and silver. But I think those numbers are are very realistic. Uh, My gosh, do you realize what you're saying though? You're talking about over a two and a half fold increase. In gold, isn't that directly proportionate to the unhealthiness of the economy? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And 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 the scarcity of gold. I think that's the the beauty behind gold is it's just so it's just so rare. I mean, that's that's the the thing that people always forget. As much as you know, people say it doesn't pay a dividend. Um, I'm okay to not pay a dividend on an asset if it goes up, you know, five to ten percent a year. I don't I don't care about a dividend because you can always sell it. Right, um, and so that—that's what I look at, um, and and just you know the liquidity options, right? If you, um, as much as I downplay, you know, people their personal home, but like for instance, if you're close to retirement, you have your house is paid off, you got some money in gold and silver, you dump your house, you move into a, a least a less expensive home, you put some money in your pocket. Um, you know, because there's some tax advantages and ways to avoid paying on those gains, and then you got your gold kind of sitting there, and then you got some cash to 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 play with. Um, you know that that gives you the ultimate level of of protection, and I think that's sort of what what people are are, are looking at right now. It's like, how do I get that that next level of protection? How can I keep my cost of living the way it was and where it is? And so those are those are some of the things that I look at, and and you know our our investors are conservative, right? I mean, you know, you have your people that want to make, they want their twenty x return or their fifty x, and they you know they gamble and they do that stuff. But I think most people they're not looking to retire on a yacht; they just want to be able to you know go on a vacation or two a year, spend time with their grandkids, and you know just relax and and enjoy and garden and enjoy their life. And so for, for investors that are looking for that, um, you know, having that safety play in gold and silver, I think, makes a lot of sense, you know, right now. No, it, it really does. Uh, i got to ask a really bad question, though, because people will ask me this if I don't ask you. Uh, Roosevelt sees the gold in the Depression. Do you think there's any danger of that happening in the present time? Um, I mean, there's always a danger of that if the dollar does eventually collapse i mean that's sort of what was happening during the great depression and and before they you know we had a crisis we had a bank crisis right and that's what would happen if the dollar eventually collapsed you'd have a complete crisis in the banks and you know that's why they stopped using gold uh in currencies because they they needed to print more money and they wanted to stimulate the economy and they you know i think they needed to do some things that at that time to give people confidence 
Um, and we wouldn't have been able to expand the the money supply if everything was backed by gold at that point. So, um, but if we get to a point now where we lose confidence in the banks, um, them, you know, trying to uh, get some of the gold back at some point, I think they would do it in a way where they would sort of did it in the way they did it in the, in the 1930s, where they they offered a certain amount, and then within a few years they they you know, the value of gold substantially went up. I mean, they offered, can't remember the exact price, somewhere in the $20 range. And then as soon as they, they changed the money supply, gold went up to 30 or $32 an ounce. So all those people that sold in the, in the low twenties really missed out on a big, uh, opportunity. Now there's people that didn't sell and they kept those coins and those coins are, are people sell those today. Those are rare coins. You know, the pre 1933 St. Gaudens and, and Indian heads. So, you know, not everybody sold them and, and took the bait. Um, but I think if the dollar falls apart, they're going to have to, they'll have to figure out a way to make the next currency strong. And I think they'll try to go after gold, but it, it'll be tough. You know, it'll, most of the gold in the U.S. is in, in private depositories or in people's homes. And I think people are much more savvy today. I mean, there's more research that can be done and, and I don't, I don't think people are going to, I don't think they're going to hand over that gold too, too easily. So I don't either. And, and the other thing I think that's a disinhibitor to that is unlike the 1930s, we have a lot of banks and other financial institutions that are holding large amounts of gold. True. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Bank of America being what? Yeah. Gold's a tier one asset now. So, you know, there is that, you know, element where they're sort of vested, um, in that interest, uh, as well. I, I am surprised that the U.S. Mint hasn't really seized on the, the amazing opportunities in the gold market like other countries. I mean, the Royal Canadian Mint, the Royal Mint, uh, the, the British Mint, uh, the Australian Mint, I mean, they've been pumping out coins the last five to ten years, really have created markets. Um, the U.S. Mint has sort of kind of fallen behind, uh, especially the last two years. It really struggled uh, for a number of reasons. But, um, but yeah, it, it's, it is interesting when you have these markets uh, of opportunity for profit for the government, and they sort of, you know, miss, miss out, uh, on that, on that growth. Um, but I guess that's why they're, they're government run agencies. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to let that pass in the interest of politeness, but, uh, I, I think you made a pretty good case. And by the way, by, by where, way of uh, honest disclosure, um, I've been a customer. I started advertising for Noble Gold several years ago and I became a customer shortly after because I saw the good work that they did. And so I always, when I have Colin on to talk about these friends, uh, I say, please tell people about Noble Gold because I'm one of the success stories, and I would be hopelessly not diversified if I had not done this. So how do people find out more? I know I know we have a site for you, DaveHodgesGold.com. How else can people contact you? Yeah, they could uh, go to that site, uh, or they can call at 877-646-5347. We do have a great promotion for any IRAs or, or purchases above fifty thousand, they're going to get a quarter ounce gold uh, American Eagle, which is a very desirable coin. I think in terms of of uh, mint coin mintage, is probably one of the most sought after coins in the world. Um, so that that is a free coin. But you have to mention that you heard about us 
on the on the Dave Hodges show to, to to qualify. So make sure you do you do mention that if you call in. Okay, yeah, just go to DaveHodgesGold.com then if you do that. Yeah, because people will know right there. But Colin, I do appreciate you coming on because uh, we are in dire times right now. A lot of confusion about what's going to happen, and uh, but there are some tried and true methods about what's going to happen. And uh, you know, before we go, there's one other thing that we didn't cover and we should have. Um, I'm worried about retirements for people. And Janet Yellen's made overtures about what she said, custodial protective accounts. Uh, then she wants to tax unrealized income, which is nonsense. Oh, okay, so all these things lead to instability, and people are fearful of their retirement. You alluded to that, too. Um, you have the ability, and what you guys do at Noble Gold, to gold back uh, your retirement vehicles so they're not subject to the whims of the bank. Is that right? Yeah, and and also with that, you know, if because it is in gold, it's real gold that you own segregated accounts. You know, at any time you can take possession. Now, if you take it before the age of fifty nine and a half, they do have you know there's some taxes and penalties. But it, you know, that being said, if gold you know shooting up to four thousand dollars an ounce, maybe you don't care, right? You go, you call, and you go, and people have done it. People have called us and said. Hey, let's, uh, you know, I don't like what's happening out there. Have the gold shipped to me and they deal with the taxes, you know, later. You know, it is one of the great things is that you can actually get the gold that you purchase sent to you. Uh, unlike, you know, if you look at GLD or SLV, these stocks, you know, they always say that you could eventually get it, but you're, you're standing in line, right? With all the big funds and you're not going to get your gold before the funds. So, you know, if there's a run on gold, with GLD, I, I highly doubt you're going to get your gold before, you know, BlackRock or something. You know, institution that's <laughs> invest. You know, I, I, I mean, I'd love to say that they're an honest company, and I, you know, I don't know them. They, they could be fine, but I just, I do think that there's a there's a pecking order with these things, and um, and that pecking order is, you know, for a regular investors, you're just not going to be in the front of the line. So, with us, you don't have to worry about that, and that's what I was saying earlier. Like we. I go and audit the accounts, and every ounce that you buy is there if you're storing at the depository. And if you need it and you want it, you can get it. And and at retirement, when you do your RMDs, you can get it. You know that's that's the great thing uh, about being gold. Or if you need cash, you can get cash. Right. So either way, we're there. We stay on the account for the life of the account. You know, and we don't make any money. You know, if you call us ten years from now and. You, you have a question. We don't make any money. We're not, we don't charge a management fee or anything to that uh, extent. So we're just there to, to service the account. So it is gold. You own it and you can put it in your IRA. If you have an old 401k, you can roll it into physical gold also. Yeah, that sounds like such a good idea because if the bank fails and your and your retirement is associated with that, you're in trouble. And the other thing, you know, we haven't I don't know if we've ever talked about this before, but there was a law passed in 2010 upheld by the courts that the banks really want to take what uh you have in their bank, they can do it legally. Mhm. Yeah. I I'm aware of that. Yeah. It's that's a scary law. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of people don't want to store in a safety deposit box because of that that very specific law. And, you know, that's why we offer private storage. I mean, we have storage in Texas. We have storage in Delaware. They can store in Canada with us. Um, so any of those places, we you know, we can do private storage for, for a client. Yeah, there you go. I mean, this is one of the reasons I wanted to have you on because I don't want people to be victim of the banks. Because when this meeting came out, I published this uh, video that came out of that meeting between the FDIC and 
and uh, the Federal Reserve. And the, people need to hear it. They don't want to tell you that things are bad. And don't trust the banks. You know, precious metals is where it's at. And Colin, I really thank you for coming on. Again, go to DaveHodgesGold.com to find out more and get free stuff sent to you. And then you'll have to call them because, Colin, I'll say this for you. You've trained your people not to be pests not to be over aggressive and so i i know from experience that when i look at some of the stuff you guys put out i'm the one that has to call and initiate the contact and i'm the one that has to close the deal because yeah. they'll say okay mr hodges do you have any more questions no i want to do this oh okay here's what we got to do <laughs> i mean that's yeah, been my we, typical experience so no yeah that's that's the way we what's the way we always do it because we want people to feel good about it and, and buy when they're when they're ready you know, exactly. So. That's what I really respect about you guys. Well, Colin, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your expertise. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to consider not trusting your bank, and I'm being very serious. Thanks, Colin. We'll look forward to talking to you again. God bless. Thanks, Dave. Bye-bye. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at the TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.